We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into another edition of McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. That is Tyler Siski. I'm Neil McCrady. It is a Make It Rain Thursday here on uh, MPW Digital. We're with you for about an hour and a half or so, probably, I'd guess. Uh, Pete's Pigskin Preview is coming to you uh, at 4 here on the channel. But he had a tough time with that one this week. You got uh, <laughs> Auburn and Ole Miss, so he'll get you ready for that. 6 o'clock uh, this evening, it'll be the Butcher versus the Spin Instructor. Campbell, McCready, Greg Jones make their picks. That show brought to you each and every week by LB's Meat Market. And then at uh, 7, it'll be uh, yours truly flying solo tonight. Solo, huh? On uh, Hand Raised Guy. So it's really just Hand Raised Guy tonight. Hand Raised Guy. But uh, Ryan Brown will join from okay. uh, the next round. Uh, ben Mintz will join, as he always does, from Barstool Sports. And then... I'll uh, open up the Raptors Music and Food Hotline, and you guys can determine how long or how short the second part of the show is. All right. I'm a fan of the show, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's become part of my Thursday ritual. Right. So I got my, now that I have my man cave set up. Yeah. So I have the foot. I, I can't listen to football broadcasters anymore. So I even have a tough time listening to Herb Street and uh, uh, is it Al Michaels. Yeah. I love Herb Street. But, like, you can tell he gets frustrated with some of the things that – he's not in a flow with Al Michaels yet. Takes a minute. So, I, I, I kind of just mute that. So, anyway, I put you guys on sound on my TV, and then I have the other games going. And if we – if he's out there, I don't know if he's out there, but as a fan of the show, can I request my man Sean that called in a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> yes. Can he call tonight? That literally was the hardest I've ever laughed in my life. <laughs> that made my weekend, really. So, if we can get Sean, if you're out there and you happen to be listening to this show – if you could please call in tonight and talk with Neil, that would really make my weekend. Okay. So there you go. He should be a weekly caller. I I love Sean. I wish Sean would call more often. Yeah. So anyway. So that's what's on the uh, on the docket here today on uh, on the big channel. It's the little little podcast channel that could you know just chugging along each and every day doing its best. It's the little potato podcast that's going to the 
The potato bowl. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Just a matter of who's going to wear warm clothes and who's not. <laughs> this show brought to you uh, twice a week by uh, our friends at Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, and zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. It's uh, a Make It Rain Thursday, which also means here lately it's a Red Dragon Thursday. It's really good. So we got the uh, Rain Inferno Red Dragon. Can people see? Because my script is up in front of me. I can't because we're on delay yet, so I can't see it. Uh, thermogenic. There we go. I'll get them in case while you're talking. It's got a. Let's see what we got here. Just one gram of fat, just 10 calories, uh, three uh, carbs, no sugars. I mean. I mean, what are we doing? I mean, I'm mowing the yard at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, Laura will have you a honeydew list to do. Yeah, I'm going to do the windows first. No problem. I'm going to do the baseboards, sing, mop the floors. Ready to go. I'm ready to roll. It's just energy just coursing through my veins. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. I, uh, I'll i have the – I probably won't because it's an afternoon game. I was planning to add the Yankees to my collection. Yeah, I'm tonight. a little disappointed. But uh, the Braves snuck one out yesterday with two outs in the sixth. Get it, got three runs with two outs and managed to win three to nothing. So, taking 1-1 back to Philly tomorrow. So, By the way, I, I like your strategy here. Uh, Tyler arranged for uh, Carlos Correa to be on the TBS pregame show. So, Carlos Correa – yeah. Future let's just start doing it this the right way. Future Cub Carlos Correa. No chance. Where's he going? Not to the why would he go to the Cubs? Why would he not go to the Cubs? Because it's cold. It was cold in it's Minnesota. Windy. He went there. Yeah, but it's indoors, right? No. Minnesota don't play indoors anymore? No. Oh, whatever. Target just, Fields outdoors. I really just don't care where he goes. If it's in the national league, I prefer it to get rid of Dansby and go Carlos Correa. No, he's a he's a cub. Dansby is an awesome player. From game in a contract year, he's really good from game one to game one sixty two. And a non contract year, he's good from like game eighty to game one sixty two. You're doing the greedy fan thing right now. You are. And it, it's it's borderline obnoxious. Well, everybody else gets to do it. Why can't I do it? Your team won the World Series. No, I'm not complaining no, no, if no, they no, win no, or lose. No, no, your your team won the World Series. They just won their division and they're in a playoff series and you're whining about the shortstop. It's because he tries to hit grand slams with nobody on base in the playoffs. He tries to go – I mean, he tries to hit 500-foot home runs instead of just do your job. Get your ass on base, play defense, and that's all you got to do. Let everybody else do that. This is a honeymoon season. You don't, you don't have the right to complain about whatever might happen in this postseason. Well, I'm just saying we're paying guys. Let's don't pay him. There's other guys that we could pay that let's save that money, let one of the young cats do it, and go get DeGrom. So, there you go. They're mentioning Trey Turner in the in the stream. I'm, That's I'm, who I think is going to end up in Chicago. By the way, there's a lot of people that think that. Yeah. Uh, the twins. Not that I'm a. Not the, that I'm some The kind twins, of, by the way. I don't know anybody. The twins that. believe that that Carlos Correa, who has announced that he will opt out of his deal, the twins believe that Carlos Correa is going to the Cubs. Okay, well that's they know more than I do because I'm just a fan. Uh, Dave Kaplan, who is a uh, Chicago radio guy, who's pretty plugged in. He believes that it's more likely that uh, Trey Turner is going to the Cubs, but that he thinks that the Cubs will absolutely sign one of the two. Okay. I mean, they should, right? Yeah, they should. Maybe let us get stuck with Dansby Swanson, and I can hear you complain about how bad he is in the playoffs. You'd be happy to do that. 
Yeah, but I mean we're in the playoffs. You probably wouldn't complain. Not at first. Not at first. I mean, I've been through the Javier Baez experience. Yeah. And so once you've kind of been through the Javier Baez experience, which is nothing but the wee, wee, yeah, you just get you you, you kind of get conditioned to that. It is. It is what it is. Is what it is. All right. So uh, where do you want to start? You want to start with. Um, We'll start with something light, light a little bit. Jacksonville State, North Alabama playing in Huntsville tonight. Is it tonight? <laughs> no, it's Saturday. Saturday. Saturday night six. Where the trash pandas play the uh, the Huntsville, uh, I think they're double A. Well, the Huntsville, they used to be the Huntsville Stars. Right. They used to be the A's. I don't know what who they're tied to now. But they're still double A, right? That area is so. booming. That's probably going to become yeah, a triple A. I, I think so. I don't know that. Um, the, the field is set up where they can only really play in one direction. Yeah. So it's the second game in the history of the NCAA. The other one was like in 2010 with in your in Wrigley Field, ironically. Okay. But I don't know why they're going. So they have to do this. I guess there's not enough safe safe area behind um, the end zone, so they have to go one direction. And, you know, Rich Rod was – I talked to him on the phone, I guess it was last week, and he was telling me they were on bye week last week. So we were talking about it. And I was like, well, what are you going to do if you have to, like, punt out of your own end zone? You know, or the other team, you have to stop the game to go the other direction. He's like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. He's trying to figure it out. But the field, the reason I have to do it is most times when you play on a baseball field, like San Diego State used to play in uh, Jack Murphy, you know. Uh-huh. You go – you basically go from the left field foul pole to right field foul pole, and you have just a little bit of the field that's in the infield. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? So you have yeah. plenty of room. For some reason, they're going first, like first base dugout to left field. So there's not a lot of room there. So they're having to. There's not enough area to behind one of the the walls to be safe. So they're going one direction. Second time in the history of football they're doing this. So it'll be fun to watch, and it's a great. You know, I grew up in Northeast Alabama, and when I was – all the time from I was a kid until I went to college, you know, Jacksonville State and North Alabama were Division II powerhouses. And so they actually played each other in national championship. Like it was the – it was Auburn – it was Alabama, Georgia, you know, back then, and you know, in that mm-hmm. area. Yep. And all the local high school kids went there. So it's kind of renewing a rivalry that uh, – since North Alabama's moving up to Division One. But, yeah, it'll be fun to watch. It will be. That'd be interesting. And if you have to punt out of your own end zone. That's what I want. I kind of just want to see something. I don't want to get hurt, but I want to see something crazy gets happen. It gets a little tricky. Um, this is about where we're going to have some fun. A couple of games we're getting ready to watch Saturday. Uh, one that's super high profile. Alabama goes to Tennessee. Yep. Uh, Bryce Young did not play last week after suffering an injury uh, at Arkansas a couple weeks ago. Um, got a shoulder issue. I'm told he's going to play. Uh, Ryan Brown, who you'll hear on Hand Raise Guys tonight, told me that all of his sources believe that uh, Bryce Young is going to play. He's been practicing this week, so uh, I, I do know that. Uh, uh, Will Levis, the Kentucky quarterback, did not play last week against South Carolina after apparently suffering an injury against Ole Miss a couple weeks ago, the yep. same day that Bryce Young got hurt in Fayetteville. Uh, Will Levis, I'm told, has turf toe. Okay? okay. And – Judging on the betting line, which has gone from seven and a half down to four, which is pretty significant movement on a betting line. It's a big jump. Uh, Vegas is at least factoring in the possibility that Will Levis is going to give it a go. Now, I know Will Levis told Cole Kubelik last week that he was going to play. 
nothing against Cole, who's terrific. I covered Cole when he played at Auburn. I like Cole a lot. Yes, I've, t- I, I've told this told Cole this before, and I'll say it here again. I'm fired up for the success he's had as a a, a television journalist slash personality slash reporter because he worked his ass off to get there. That said, the odds of Will Levis telling Cole, hey, I'm not going to play next week, were zero. (laughs) So, now he could have just said, hey, I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah. Him telling Cole, I'm going to play, absolutely is something to factor in. There were people around the Kentucky program who had said, I don't think he's going to play. And then this is the part where I'm kind of getting into weird sourcing, so I'm going to be careful. There were people around Levis who were saying it's a two-week injury. He's not going to play for two weeks, which leads me into the topic that I kind of wanted to ask you about. Yeah, You've been inside college football programs at, at South Alabama, at Arkansas State, at Alabama, at Ole Miss. I might be leaving somewhere out. Don't leave out my Northwestern State Demons. The Northwestern State Demons. You've been inside these programs. <clears throat> Take me through the decision – to give a shot or not give a shot, when I mean shot, a Toradol or cortisone or whatever, the decision between determining whether a player is injured or hurt. Yep. And then you've also dealt with NFL. Yeah. When the NFL comes to town to talk about these guys, to dig into these guys, to say, hey, Tyler, tell me about Sam Williams. Hey, Tyler, tell me about... Eddie Lacy, tell me about whoever. How much of, how often do they bring up, will he play hurt? Yeah. How tough is he? Will he play hurt? And and Because that's a, obviously, given the Tua Tungvaloa injury and, and all of the things, that this is a topic in professional right. football today. It's a topic in college football today. Uh, the Arkansas BYU line has moved a little bit based on what people actually hear on KJ Jefferson, yeah. right? I mean, how careful are they going to be with what is essentially a, a concussion? And so, it's a lot there. I'll, I'll yield the feel, the floor to you. Yeah. So, the first thing from a coach's standpoint is we're not doctors, but the problem is, is you deal with so many of the same type of injuries that you almost it's almost like you get. You can almost self-diagnose some things sometimes without needing a doctor, but obviously they get it. But you know, you're never as a coach ever going to put a kid in position and ask him to play ever, ever, if playing puts him at risk for further injury. Okay. Ever. Right. So there's never a situation where a kid takes a shot and plays that if he didn't play, you know what I'm saying, like it's not going to hurt him anymore. It usually comes down to a pain tolerance deal. That's with ankles, turf toe. Um, concussions are a whole different beast now. That's like in a whole different category of their own. There's, It's a funny thing. Some, like, you look at, you know, Savion Smith, the guy barely, like, barely makes contact with the guy. It's a grazing blow. And he's concussion protocol. They have to bring an ambulance out the whole deal. And then you have the extreme ones like, some of the targetings you see and, you know, Tua's deal bouncing off the turf. So concussions is a completely different deal. You know, it was interesting along those lines. Uh, and I was, we were talking about KJ Jefferson. Sam Pittman a week ago said as much. He was talking about during his career. And as you know, he's been an assistant at God everywhere, but Georgia for a long time. And he said, had guys in protocol 
get cleared in three days. Had guys in protocol that didn't get cleared for 40 days. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, and so they take what they call an impact test when it comes to concussion. I'll get to turf toe and that stuff in a second. But they take a thing they call an impact test. And what it is is it's a computer program that you take. All right. And on this computer program, it's, you know, how fast you recall information, uh, reaction times, things like that. And so you have to, before they will put you into true concussion protocol, you have to pass your impact test, which is taken when you're of sound mind, you know, preseason. Right. So you have a, a standard there. Once you've passed your test, then you have to go through activities at practice, which I imagine, I think I text you probably about KJ warming up, you know, where you break a sweat, okay? And then you have to do that for 24 hours, you know, symptom-free for 24 hours. If you have headaches and things like that after you start exercising and exerting yourself, you'll do it again the next day and the next day and the next day until you you pass concussion protocol. Then they'll take you back through a cognitive test again um, before they actually release you. And so there's so many steps and everything when it comes to that. Now, let's talk about the other stuff, okay, playing with pain. All right, so turf toe, which is what – I don't know. I have not talked to any of the guys at Kentucky this week, and I don't like asking that stuff. Um, sure. But turf toe has been around a long time. I've had it before. It's literally it's the joint in your big toe between basically the – if this was your foot, it's mm-hmm. right there on your big toe. It's, okay. It's right at the edge of your main foot going into your toe. And mm-hmm. it is just – and it's very localized. It is one of the most painful things you'll ever have. Like you'll rather have – because you can feel normal and fine – until you st- until you step, and it's just like somebody stabs you with a knife. It's a very sharp pain. I mean, it's bad, like very extreme. I don't know what it what it hits, um, but a lot of football players have it from pushing off. You know, I played receiver, so when you're trying to slam on the brakes and, and run routes and things like that, most receivers will have this injury sometime during their career. Now, the other thing is, is it's a kind of like twisting an ankle. When they say, if you get turf toe and you go to your local doctor, he's going to say, give you the old rice method. Rest, ice it, compress, and elevate it. That's mm-hmm. what they're going to tell you. Right. takes about two to three weeks of complete rest to get over it. Or you can get a shot. Okay, so what they'll do for that is it's a, it's a tendon, it's a swelling injury, it's an inflammation injury. They'll give you a cortisone injection. And, those, and anybody that gets – when I played – Cortisone has recently been found out not to be too good for you. They used to pass out cortisone injections like candy. Yeah. Now they they recommend you not getting them very often because cortisone, when it's it is a miracle anti-inflammatory, but it will break down the tissues around where they give you the injection. So you can only get them so often. But a cortisone injection you'll get on a Wednesday, um, usually because it takes about you'll be really sore the next day. It takes about 48 hours for it to the soreness from the actual injection to go away, so that's why you get it kind of midweek. And then if it's still bad, you'll get a local, which is Tordal or whatever, injection on game day. Now, the other unique thing they'll do with turf toe is they will – they used to literally put steel plates. They would take your shoe, your cleat, and go to a, you know, a fabricator and cut a steel plate and put it as an insert into your shoe from keep you from flexing your foot. Uh, very, very popular with offensive linemen and defensive linemen that don't have receivers. It's very hard. I was going to say receivers are not going to like that. No, quarterbacks could play with it, but receivers wouldn't like it. They would do more of a carbon fiber deal for receivers, and that, you know, with technology come, you know, mm-hmm. come around to make things a little harder. Uh, but 
when it comes to playing through pain. Some guys don't like taking shots, but then they want to play at the same time. You can't, but it's one or the other. When you say they don't like taking, they they literally just don't want to get the shot. They literally don't want to get the shot. I don't know if they're scared of it or whatever. And you're not in position of a coach to go, by gosh, you're taking a shot. Right. I had a particular player at Arkansas State that had a um, torn uh, plantar fascia. And so at first he was like, I'm not getting a shot because the shot's painful now. They literally, you go out in pregame, they take your shoe off, and they would stick the needle in the middle of his foot. I've had that shot. Okay. And it's brutal. Okay. So um, now once it's over, it's over. Once it's over, it's over. But those those seconds are Yeah. Some people like and there's some shots to be honest with you. Um I, I don't want to say the kid because I don't know if I get in HIPAA laws and all that stuff. I had another receiver at Arkansas State that had the most brutal shot ever. And he had to get it every three weeks. Yep. So um are we past the five minute mark here? All right, good. I'll be try to make this as clean as I can in a medical sense, he had a basically a torn labrum in his hip, okay? Oh. So he played receiver. Every three weeks. They had to put it into the hip? No, 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 oh. no, 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 Worse. He would have to go to the radiologist, and he would have to lay on his back, put his legs behind his head, and they took a cortisone needle about that long and shot it between his butthole and his stop. Just man, stop. And they stop st- it. Stuck it up stop. in there. Stop. Stop. Every three weeks. Stop. That's the worst one. Stop. Get you some of that. I hope he got nil money. My God. He was a baller though. I love him. He's one of my favorite players I ever coached. He's now making about three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year as an engineer. Good. But yeah, he he did well. He got a cup of coffee in the NFL. But so again. I would if he came to me and says, "Coach, I'm not taking that shot." You know what I said? I don't, I don't blame you. I don't blame you because we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, but at the same, I'm okay. Where I, as a coach, I'm okay if you don't want to take the shot, but don't want don't come and and complain about the pain later. If you don't want to take a shot, don't come to don't go in the game and tell me that it hurts. I mean, either play or you don't. So yeah, grind. You you got it right there, boss. I didn't know what to. I don't know what's legal and what's not. Um, but um. Yeah, that was rough. So getting a shot in a shoulder uh, to play, some guys like it. Some or not like it. Nobody likes it. But some guys will take it, and some guys won't. Um, I will put it like this: Bryce Young's playing this weekend. Just letting you know. Yeah. I don't know how else to say that. He'll play this weekend. Okay. So, but. Go, let's talk about the NFL. You brought up a good point. So when the NFL comes to town, and they do, they go to Tuscaloosa and Lexington and Oxford and Startville and Monroe and Mobile, and they go to everywhere. They don't. They don't. They no stone goes unturned for the NFL. And they sit down and they talk to guys like you, and they say, basically, Tyler, tell me the stuff that I don't know. Right? They can see the kid play. They yeah. got. They got eyes. They're going to ru- put him through a pro day. They don't need you to say, yeah, he runs a 4 4 because they're like, we're going to put a timer on him. We're going to find out what he runs. We're going to find out what he jumps. We're going to find out what he weighs. We're going to find out how big his hands are. We're going to find out all that stuff that you don't. You, you can tell us if you want to. We're going we're gonna to verify it for ourselves. Correct. 
Tell me about the stuff that happens in your building that we don't know about. Tell me about the stuff that happens that the media doesn't report because they don't know. Is he, what kind of kid is he? How does he treat the people in the building? How does he treat women? Um, will he play hurt? Oh, yeah. When he gets hurt, is he soft? Will he play hurt? Is everybody's awesome at 100% at that level, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, when you walk into an NFL training camp on day one, they all look good, and everybody looking good and feeling good. I mean, y'all go beat the world right now. But what happens when that ankle's bad Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Are you working your ass off to suck it up and get back on the field Sunday, knowing that Monday's going to be even worse, or are you begging yeah. off? I mean, how do? Yeah, I know what you're saying. So okay. for me, as a coach, for me, there there's this there is a when it's when you are no longer in danger of hurting yourself any further. And there there comes a point, right? Whether it's rehab or it's bad ankles, tear toe, whatever. When you yeah. come to a point that you can no longer re injure yourself or make yourself worse, and now it's a pain tolerance deal, <clears throat> that's where in my mind, how tougher you starts. If if you if you got a high ankle sprain and it's week one, dude, uh, you're good. Uh, you're still tough. If we are six weeks out of a high ankle sprain and you're still oh okay, now we got a problem. Right. All right. So I always would say this to my players day one. You're laughing about day one of training camp. I always did this first meeting. I made everybody close their eyes, take a deep breath, and I would say, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to. Remember right now how good your body feels. I said, now open them. It won't feel that good ever again. Yeah. I mean, it's downhill from there. Whatever it is, you're down. You'll never feel that good ever right. again. NFL guys, when they come in, they ask questions. And that's a big question for Pat Jernigan. When they meet with the trainers, that that that's because they want to know the injury. Because you you know you know high ankle sprains. It's like Mac Jones, right? He does. He didn't want to get. He didn't want to get the surgery because. Jalen Hurts thought he's his got too tight after the tightrope for a high ankle sprain, which is a new little surgery, quick surgery they do for that. Yeah. The um, Tennessee wide receiver just had that tightrope surgery a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. If it's not done correctly, you can lose flexibility in your ankle. Okay. Um, that's, a, that's the danger in getting that. All right. So, but you get back faster. Right. All right. Um, but they're going to ask that question because in the NFL, I mean, look at the NFL. They're playing what? 53 players on Sunday and really 45 because eight of them are in shorts. and Yeah. Like, you have to play hurt. Not injured, but you have to play hurt or they don't have anybody else to play. Right. And so, instead of having 15 offensive linemen dressed over there, they may have, I mean, max is they have eight. They have five offensive linemen. They have a tackle backup, a guard backup, and a center backup. Mm -hmm. Some people only carry seven. Right. That's insane to me as a college coach to only have seven guys available. That would scare the shit out of me. It really would. Like, they only have two. I covered an Ole Miss team that just played five the whole year. <laughs> yeah, but at least they know if somebody goes down, they have somebody to put in. I'm not sure. Yeah, but think about doing that for a 16-game schedule. It's impossible. It's, it's insane. Right. Um, but it, that, as a college coach, that would scare me to death. And I'm not, yeah, I know, I'm not saying playing guys, but I at least want to know I can line up in a formation right. if, if guys go down. Um, but – that's what they do, and you have to be able to play with pain. If you go in and you get 
you know, you get dinged up, you got to go. And so that's a very, very important question. And you see that affect people's draft grades all the time, all the time. So I think it's something that's really, um, it's, it's taken into account. If you're Will Levis, do you play? I would. Okay. Because he's, he, he played the whole Ole Miss game with it, apparently. Without help. If I'm him, I play, even if I'm limited. Now, I'm careful about whether I get a shot right into my toe because that can create some problems. It can. If you get it, if you if it's done incorrectly and you get it into the tendon, it can actually, and you have any kind of tear in it, it can rupture it. So you have to be careful with that. I mean, there's been players in the past that have had issues with that. So, um, but. But if you're going to be the face of a franchise as a quarterback, you've got to have toughness. If, I think he'll play. Because he's a tough dude now. It's not. I mean, think about how many games. If it's up to him, he's going to play. Right. Think of how many games Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, I'm trying to think Peyton Manning. I'm trying to think of guys who just played tons of games in a row. The late Steve McNair. Oh, dude. Think about how many, how many times those guys played hurt. So, I played with a DB um, that played a while in the NFL. And this guy was on crutches going through the Tiger Walk. Like, literally, about 45 minutes later, <laughs> he was spatted up out there running around, and it hurt on the way home. Oh, I mean, he was I – mean, he hurt the next day. But, look, the game is not for everybody. Sure. It's not. No, and, it's not. You're right. And I get – Football, frankly, more than any other game, is a game that the longer you go – the more you have to love it. You have to love football because nobody enjoys, outside of some coaches maybe, nobody goes to practice and at the end of practice goes, man, that was awesome. That was the most fun I've ever had. You just brought up one of the greatest words of all time. One of the greatest. I actually I started laughing. I had that written down on this deal today to talk about the difference between liking football and loving football. Yeah. Because this is the magic week. Because baseball practice can be fun. Baseball practice, yeah, sure. Only if you're taking batting practice. Baseball practice can be fun, though. Only if you're hitting bombs. But, I mean, you know, you're shagging some fly balls in the outfield, screwing around with your buddies. I'm talking about high school level. Yeah. Put a Even fat, college, put right? Put a fat dip in. Yeah, you're just chilling, talking a little bit, playing balls off the wall, hitting a few out, whatever. Baseball's fun. Hit with court bats. There are, there are baseball practices that are torture, but there are baseball practices, that for the most part, that are pretty cool. It's, all, it's fine. Yep. Nobody ever comes off the baseball practice field and goes, man, that was the worst thing I've ever dealt with in my life. <laughs> right? I mean, even basketball practice. I mean, there's, look, there's basketball practices that are just awful. But there are basketball practices that are a lot of fun. You scrimmage, you do some drills, do some three-on-three, three, whatever. It's cool. Most football practices are not fun. Nobody ever really walks off a of football practice going, that was the most fun I've ever had. I can't wait to do it again tomorrow. You got to love it. And especially as the season gets into this point of the season, you're about six, seven weeks in. You play in conference games, but the end is nowhere near. You're not counting down the days yet. These are the dog days. You're grinding, and your body doesn't feel good. Like people – and Drew, it was great. Drew, that was perfect timing, by the way. Drew says, I still don't understand how Ole Miss is beat up. Is anyone missing the game this week besides Trigg? All right, look, when you hear somebody say we're beat up, that doesn't mean they're missing the game. But when you get in without a bye week, your injury report, when you come in, and it's not that they can't play, but it's a uh, 
de- bone bru- uh, bone brews. A okay, I can use it because I, sh- I did a show with him. It's Troy Brown. Yeah, I mean Troy there, Brown on Sunday felt horrible. There is a horrible laundry list of guys. I'm talking about if you play a game. All right, so in the SEC, you can play 70 kids. Now they don't. Uh, most teams will play about 50 kids between 50 and 60 kids, depending on the score. I will bet you of the 50 to 60 kids, when you get in and have the staff meeting on Sunday, you'll have between, depending on the game, you'll have between 15 and 25 kids on the injury report. Mm-hmm. So that means a little less than half that played are getting treatment after the game for some ailment. Now, some can be minor. It could be a dislocated finger. It could be uh, contusions. It could be uh, hamstring strains. It could be calf strains. I mean, you you name it, they're on there. But what happens is, is when the coaches say we're beat up, what they're telling you is that I may be able or, hey, I think we can, he can go Saturday, but he's a little beat up. What they're telling you is, and the media and the fans is, hey, look, He's hurting enough to where we can't practice and prepare him physically like we need to this week or we would like to. Sure. So we're having to protect him and get him to the game. So a lot of times, I mean, this time of year, I would say half of my players took 10% of the reps that they, and a lot of them were mental reps, walkthroughs. Um, no, you know, we may go – they may get skelly, like receivers, like coach receivers. I may let you go during pass skelly where you're not getting tackled or taken to the ground, but you're not going in any kind of team drill where you can get rolled up on or anything like that. So you have to protect your players. This is where the, the Tuesday-Wednesday practices that used to last two hours suddenly last an hour and 15 minutes because there's just – there's only so much you can do. I want to give Freeze credit on this because he was the first one I ever worked with that did this. He was way ahead of his time. Um, I'm 100% convinced that the reason we were so good or so good, we were better than we should have been in 2012. We had nobody that could play football on that team. I love you guys, but from a talent levels perspective, we like had like two and a half SEC football players on that roster. Um, and not many of them could play freeze. Like I, we could get so much done. We practiced less than any other team in the history of football. And at first, I came from a system working with a guy that we practiced. By God, we're practicing 24 periods. That's two hours every single day. And that's not counting the 15 minutes of pre-practice or the 15 minutes of post-practice. 24 five-minute periods. 24 five-minute periods. That's how it was done forever, right, mm-hmm. for 10 years. And it's grind, 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 grind. And I'd have like 45 minutes of individual time to coach up and techniques and things like that. When I started working with Freeze at Arkansas State, and he was the OC and I was receivers coach. I mean, we'd have like five minutes of endo. I'm like, oh, how, at first I'm like, dude, how the, am I going – he didn't like when I cussed. Um, I was like, how the, am I going to coach my kids up if I got five minutes of freaking endo? He's like, oh, they'll figure it out. You know, I'm like, no, no, because I was a very regimented, organized yeah. guy. And mm-hmm. Freeze, we call it getting froze up, man. Freeze, it, you'd be like in seven on seven. He'd get tired of it. Let's go team. But, but we got 15 more minutes of scaling. No, we're done. Let's go team. But he was really ahead of his time of – He's like, we'll get them to Saturday. They'll be fresh. It'll pay off when it counts. That's the Kiffin thing. And it pays off. I mean, Kiffin, they practice in the mornings. They walk through on Monday. They go uh, pretty hard on Tuesday, pretty hard on Wednesday. They basically have a walkthrough on Thursday. And then they have what they call that Fast Friday, which is a really short. That's a relative. That's about a five-year-old thing now. That's yeah. Pretty, it's, it's popular. Really short uh, 
but guys yeah. are kind of motoring back up and then they play Saturday. But like they between Wednesday and Friday, really between Wednesday morning and Saturday when they play, they just have basically one short practice. Yeah, so freeze would our off day was always Monday. But we had to practice on Sunday. So, like, the first part of the year, we would practice on Sunday. And as media, you probably know this a lot. But by week four or five of the season, we stopped. We would cancel Sunday's practice and just do film. So, we right. wouldn't practice Sunday or Monday. Right. Doing and the then, NFL thing where you took two days off. Yeah. And so, we are taking two days off. And then we would practice Tuesday like an hour 45 maybe. Um, and he was very efficient in what we did. So, our practice time was night and day less than what anybody else I played with or coached with. We're brought to you by uh, Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch, Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Check them out in Oxford or Ridgeland today. And also, uh, if you're watching the game at home, tailgating in the Grove or wherever you might be tailgating, let Walk-Ons take care of all of your tailgating needs this season Inquire today about their family and friends bundles, their tailgate platters. Order online at walkons.com or on their convenient walk-ons app. All right, you uh you wanted to weigh in on this Devontae Adams thing. I know you're you're uh you're you've, yeah, we'll always, you've always hated the media. So go ahead, get it out of your system. We'll we'll go quick. I don't wanna how how the dude gets charged with a misdemeanor. Did you say that shit? I did. What what have we got? We're so soft, so soft. How many how many practices have you been to in my life? Yeah, I don't even want to think about it. Have you ever been hit at practice? Like ran into? Uh, Ah, y'all pretty good. Y'all pretty good. Y'all kind of got. I'm pretty good about getting the hell out of the way. I've I've gotten kind of hit a couple of times, but but never hard. All right. So at the first angle I saw when it first came out when it happened, it looked bad. But when you see the back angle and the guy and Devontae just lost the game. He's on the road. He's got his head down and he's walking. And the guy doesn't see him either. They're actually going to run into each other. And the guy flashes in front of him and he kind of, you know, defends himself a little bit. I mean, you're on the road. He didn't have time to recognize that is a reporter or a cameraman coming at me. He didn't know if it was a fan coming at him or whatever it was going off the field. And you're in his I mean, like there there were people holding ropes. He had to go across the path. Yeah, he was, there has he was to be someplace some where he wasn't supposed to be. Where I get pissed off about this kind of stuff is when those guys go, they get shoved to the ground, and, oh, thank goodness I didn't suffer any life-threatening injuries. Get your soft ass up off the ground. Like, don't be so soft. Go to the gym a little bit. Work out Get some. in your ass in the weight room. No doubt. Like, Seriously. what have we done? I mean, oh, I mean we, dude, walk around Walmart. Oh, because he's rich and he pushed me, we're going to sue you or we're going to get exactly, assault charges exactly. filed? Assault charges filed. Stop it. And, he's, and he wants just to settle. I guarantee you what he wants there is a little settlement. He'd like a little $50,000 to go away. Yeah, give me some money and I'll, I'll, I'll drop the charges. Like, I would, be, I would be a terrible rich person. I would have been a terrible good NFL football player because I would be like, I will I pay. Say, I know what quick you's doing. I will pay $500,000 in attorney fees. Just to not pay you out your $50,000 $50, settlement. I don't care. I would make a point. If I had enough money, I would make a point. Don't be so soft. That pisses me off, man. It really does. I'm sorry. I'm, I, it's Look, we're 45 minutes on the nose in. Rain has kicked in. It has. We are soft as a society. If this dude is pressing assault charges 
for running into somebody that's walking. The dude was walking, and he ran into him. Let me tell you what. I don't know who you are, sir, but I hope your next game you get fucking plowed. Whoa. I hope, I hope somebody runs off the field and just plows your ass on the sideline. This rant brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, <laughs> 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, and zero soft. sugar. It it's soft. got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. You won't be soft with Rain Body Fuel. <laughs> Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. But you may need Todd's wipes. You could. You might need some clean side wipes. You know, I'll tell you what, what we could do right now. Mrs. Siski, you'll agree with what I'm about to say. If we had some clean side wipes right now, we could clean somebody's mouth. Yeah, potty mouth. Potty mouth needs clean side wipes. 2021 Safer Choice Partner of the Year. EPA Enlist Approved. Kills COVID in 30 seconds. Kills curse words in less than that. Broad-spectrum, hospital-grade, antimicrobial efficacy, citric acid-based, no harsh chemicals. It's a simple one step. No rinse, cleaning, and disinfecting. It removes film left over by harsh chemicals such as ammonia, bleach, and alcohol. Clean side has the lowest toxicity rating allowable by the EPA, which means it poses the lowest risk to the health of employees, patients, students, customers, or the environment. Citric acid-based clean-side germicidal wipes deliver powerful efficacy against pathogens without the potentially harmful effects of other chemical disinfectants, all in an easy-to-use wipe. It's great for schools, daycares, nurseries, hospitals, long-term care facilities, office buildings, households, and more. It's available in wipe or ready-to-use spray for quantity, size, details, and to make orders. Get in touch with our guy Todd Abbott at wipes and gloves at gmail.com. Not that's, the ampersand. That's wipes and A N D gloves at gmail.com. Todd, I'm still waiting on my reading. I'm very upset. Well, he's, in shock. he's in shock right now. Like, what do, <laughs> it does. It, I'm sorry. It pisses me off. Ooh, he's I, like, what do I do now? Yeah, I just I don't deal well with soft people. I don't. I really don't. Okay. I mean, if you're, it's, again, it's not for everybody. If you're that soft, go cover soccer. Whoa. Go cover your. Hey, just a minute ago, the girl girl for UCF got hit in the head, got back up and kept playing. Ooh. Let's go. Hey, she's not wearing a damn helmet. She's just out there. What'd she get hit in the head with? An elbow. Well, you know what? She's tougher than a freaking photographer. No question about it. Sorry, photographers. I'm sure y'all are no, tough. Go after journalists all you want to, but your attack on soccer players must stop. <laughs> <laughs> your attack on the great game of football must stop. Foot- football? It must stop. It is wrong. Are you not going to get into the World Cup when it comes around in about a month or so? Am I going to get into it? Are you going to watch the World Cup? Not one second. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Why? I mean, it's You're not going like- to watch the World Cup? No. It's the greatest soccer event in the world. It only comes every four years. Do you watch the Olympics? I do watch the Olympics. Like when they're doing like, what do you watch? Like, or you watch like the underwater I watch weird, polo? I watch weird shit when it comes to the Olympics. You I watch curling? What do you watch? I will watch curling at the beginning because it's like before the Olympics actually start. You know, they, that's, they, they're slick about that. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to put curling on three days before the opening ceremony. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you're just itching for Olympics. I'll watch that. Um, I like swimming. Okay. I uh, have to watch gymnastics with a wife because right. my wife was a gymnast. Of course. She's a stud. Um, and I have to hear about every new move there is in gymnast, and I just grin and bear it. I'm, I'm good. Right. And I, I do it. So she listened to my football rants for 20-something years. I can listen to once every four years. Um, I mean, I'm going to tell you this with all seriousness. If you don't watch the World Cup, you're kind of missing out. It, it's really – it's intense. I went to the Olympics in 96 in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I watched. This was actually cool. I watched. I went to one thing. I watched, went to Fulton County Stadium. Yeah, I remember. And watched. That's where they had baseball. They still had Turner Field. They literally built Turner Field for the Olympics. And so Fulton County Stadium was still there. It was across the street, and they had Olympic baseball. And so, you know, grew up a Braves fan going there. So I watched Cuba play the Netherlands oh. in baseball, which was like watching Cuban batting practice. And so to see how far they were hitting baseballs with aluminum bats back in those days in Fulton County Stadium was pretty impressive. Yeah, I bet it was. Yeah, <laughs> hitting rocket shots. Some pretty good players come out of Cuba. Yep. Yeah. I'm just, I will not watch. Um, I won't watch hockey either. I'll go to a hockey. I'll go to a hockey uh, match, but I won't watch it on TV. Okay. But you're not anti-hockey. It's close. But I, I deal with it because they're tough dudes in pads. They're really tough. So I actually will watch a little bit of that. But I watch. I like watching it in person. Yeah, hockey's one of the best sporting events I ever went to in my life. Like was, I'm slowly, you just kind of like made me realize something as, as I'm getting older. 
Mm-hmm. I guess this is my old man yelling, get off my lawn. Yeah. I, I'm seeming to gravitate towards sports that include lots of violence. I miss MMA. Well, I've noticed here lately, I mean, not to have an intervention, but just to be real with you, you have become a very violent person. Some of the things that you say and do, like when we're just talking on the phone. It's probably CTE kicking in. They frighten me. Yeah. Like the other day when you were talking about all the people that you wanted to go slash, and I was like, whoa. See, now you're trying to get us banned. I'm going, Stop. I'm going to have the FBI come to my door or something. You were like, hey, have you ever thought about mass producing? I'm like, Stop. Mass producing what? And you're like starting to tell me something. Like, Whoa. Hey, Whoa. All right. You need to make sure you say that's a joke because I'll have a phone call. Tyler. <laughs> Tyler. Mrs. Siski, I am kidding. <laughs> but we do have to do something about the clean side wipes. Yeah. The mouth. We've got to do something. I, that was the first one I've dropped in a while. I've gone like eight episodes without an F-bomb. You had. That's true. So I've been doing good. It just I get fired up. All right, we got Seattle and Houston. Uh, game two is going on right now. Uh, former Red Luis Castillo on the mound uh, for the uh, Mariners. Boy, that guy when he was young on his game with the Reds, he was scary. No score. Uh, bottom of the first. He's still good. He's still shoving. Yeah, postseason so far has been terrific. Uh, I, I think we're in for a great weekend of uh, of Major League Baseball. In addition to another weekend of uh, picks, it's time to get into the road. <laughs> the road Boise. Boise. Are you ready to go? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I am ready to go. I'm, uh, I've studied. Okay. I'm going I'm, I'm to tell you right now, I, I, I do not feel good about uh, a lot of my picks. I've not had the time this week to study and prepare the way that I would have liked to. I blame this on Gus, the Labrador Retriever. Yeah, he's had a rough week. Gus has had a rough week. Gus in a cone today. Day two of what will be 14 long, long days of Gus, the Labrador Retriever, in a cone, the cone of shame. Sorry, right, man. does appear that Gus had successful surgery. However. We love Gus. We love Gus. We are, uh, we're hopeful that uh, – Gus is going to get really good news next week. Yep. So if you're out there and you are the uh, send positive vibes type. Let's send, let's send some positive vibes to send Gus. Some, send some positive vibes to Gus. I'm going to go. You know what I'm going to do for Gus? All right. I'm going to go 11-0 this week. I'm sending positive vibes. All right. And well, if, I, if I have to give my positive vibes up for the picks, I'm sending them to Gus this week. All right. Well, then what I'll do is I'll just go 11-0 and in return. We'll go 22-0 and combined, and we'll send all those vibes to Gus, the Labrador Retriever. All right. Come on, come on around. You're good. It's just we're, we're, we can do this shit all the time. You're good. I've already got us banned. I've already dropped an F-bomb. Oh, you did? Yeah. Just one. Just one, though. Just one? Not yet. Let me show you how you get, us, let me show you how you get, get YouTube back on your side. This episode brought to you by the Biden administration. <laughs> You're good. We're good for like life now. <laughs> That's for you. You're good. All right, you ready to do it? Yeah, let's do We're it. Road to Boise. We got my our man Bob. You see Bob walking by. Bob's now in the house, fresh off of. Did you get? Did you get how was your call? Is you good? Great call. All right. All right. So Bob, if the picks are bad, just they're just, just throw something at Neil, okay? You going first, or am I? You go. You go first. I'll go first. You're starting in the NFL, NFL. Like always do. All right. NFL. All right. These guys have been good to me. They've been good to everybody. And I'm just going to ride the train because I told you I'm I'm struggling in the NFL. I did not have a lot of games I liked. I had a tough time getting to five games I liked. 
But I did find five. I'm riding them. I'm taking them. The undefeated against the spread, Atlanta Falcons, oh. are hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Um, I'm going Atlanta plus five and a half against the 49ers. Um, I probably wouldn't like that game on the surface. But Atlanta's played close games. They lost by five uh, to Tampa Bay this weekend. And every game they've lost has been close. So I'm taking Atlanta uh, plus five and a half at home against the 49ers. I don't hate that pick. They're undefeated against the spread. You got to ride them. They play hard. Niners, Niners look pretty good, though. My boy Jimmy G. It's kind of scary, but I'm rolling yeah, with it. it. It's a little bit of a risk. But you know what my, my hope is on that, all kidding aside, is they're underdogs. I, like, I really do in the NFL. I actually have had success with this. They're playing at noon, which is really 10 o'clock. Uh, their timeout in Cali, which means they have to get up really early to get to the stadium and all that stuff. So yeah. I like the when West Coast teams play at noon. I'm going to surprise you with my first pick. Okay. It's a bad game. Bad game. Maybe as bad as last Thursday night's game. You're going tonight? I'm going tonight. I'm starting out on <laughs> Thursday. It's just, hey. Let's go. Gus needs some good vibes right off the top. He's got his cone on his head. He doesn't feel good. He hadn't eaten. Kind of miserable. He's just now figuring out how to even get to his water. Got all sorts of medicine. You've got to start this the right way. Okay. Taking Carson McCready's Chicago Bears. Wow. Plus a point. You can give me a point against team mental breakdown, Washington. Do you know what's interesting about this? Do you know Carson Wentz has the most touchdowns in the NFL? I did not know that. <laughs> They're actually playing decent on offense, and then defense they have seven first-round picks and are playing like shit. Got a little chaos, too. The coach in some trouble. People, people getting a little antsy. The Bears, meanwhile, kind of pulling in one direction. Speaking of one direction. Get right now, so I'm going to go Bears plus a point at home against the Washington Commanders. I thought you was going to go. I thought plus one was the over under of how many completions that Fields was going to have tonight. Positive vibes. <laughs> Positive. I'm sorry. Positive vibes. <laughs> All right, I'm going. This is another one that I'm probably going to be alone on. But you know what? They've been good to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I'm not sold on the Minnesota Vikings. The 4-1 Minnesota Vikings, by the way. Kind of depends on where they're playing. They're playing in Miami. Yeah. So you go on, you know, you go on the, from cold Minneapolis mm-hmm. to South Beach. It's just October. It's not that cold. And guess what? Yep. The Dolphins are three-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. It's because nobody knows who their quarterback's going to be. Is, it, it, is Teddy going to play? No, it's my guy from Kansas State last year. What's his name? Um, I don't know. There's my point. Yeah. I don't think it matters. We're going to turn around. We're going to hand it off to Tyreek Hill in some kind of a speed reverse. Get Jalen Waddle involved. I'm taking the Miami Dolphins plus three and a half at home against the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going to say Justin Jefferson has a cramp about the third quarter. That's, my, that's what I'm going with. Okay. Dolphins plus three From and a half. From my perspective, I love that pick. Okay. Because you are, let me guess. I'm going to go out west. A team that's been good to me because every time I pick them to lose, they do. I don't like the Arizona Cardinals at all. (laughs) Must be called a duty or call of duty or some other kind of duty. Or, hey, like 
FIFA's out now. I mean, who knows what what all Kyler Murray is doing this week. Are you going to mail his Xbox to his hotel room? But I can tell you what Geno Smith's doing this week. Geno Smith's trying to make money. Geno Smith's trying to keep showing people that, hey, you know what? The reason we're better this year than people thought we'd be is because the guy that left isn't that good, and I'm better than people thought. Give me the Seattle Seahawks at home plus two and a half against the Arizona Cardinals. I like that bet, actually. I like that bet. Gino's kind of like he's the Dansby Swanson of the of the NFL. He's just he's going to play great, you know, in the contract year. What he's going to do? All right. You already know when you read this line out on Monday, and I'm just going to tell everybody in, in the stream. Oh yeah, I know this one. You already know where the, like this was yeah. like the lock of the locks so that this was getting yeah. bet. The New Orleans Aints. I will bet against you every week. The New Orleans Aints. And there's like, oh, you know what? Jameis may play. I hope Jameis does play because yeah, that please. guarantee. Please, 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 put Andy Dalton on the sideline, please. They're hosting our Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, sir. Joe Burrow is returning to the Superdome, yep. home of one of his greatest performances ever. Jamar Chase coming back. Jamar Chase coming back to the Superdome. Yeah, they're gonna have some good feelings there. Oh, of course. Gonna have some beignets. They're down. Gonna have a lot of fans. They're gonna have some beignets down. Go go to the Bonton, have a nice little dinner the night before. Some char grilled oysters. Some char grilled oysters. Yeah. I'm taking Cincinnati minus one and a half because that's not even nowhere close to enough of what they're about to do to the New Orleans Aints. Cincinnati minus one and a half over New Orleans. You know what? I know we compete against each other, but you're right. Ooh. It's the NFL lock of the year. Cincinnati minus a point and a half in New Orleans against a bad Saints team with a fan base that, A, is going to be ready to turn on the Saints, and, B, a lot of them are LSU fans, and they love these they're guys. Going, they're going to be conflicted who they cheer for. They're going to ch- and so once Burrow and them get going. They'll switch. They're going to switch. The Bengals are going to grow their fan bases. There's going to be a lot of Cincinnati Bengals jerseys mm. in that stadium. Yes, there will be. You're right. Maybe the greatest college team that ever played. Arguably, you can argue that they're not, but you I don't can, know if you I can argue, argue that they are. And Joe Burrow is a Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, maybe two of the most popular LSU players in history. Yeah, in that stadium, guys, that too, are alive. Too many anyway. vibes. Yeah, that are alive. Too anyway. many vibes. All right, I'm going back to the well and also against my deal, but I would. I can't believe I'm doing this. Sunday night. Oh, oh, you're going to dip into this game. Interesting. Interesting. Sunday night. Interesting. One of the best games of the year so far. Potentially. There's two really good games yeah. Sunday. Yeah. So Sunday night, the Dallas Cowboys are going to Philly. And Philadelphia is favored by six. Yeah. Guess what, Neil? You're not going to tell me. It's too much. Oh, it's too I was going to say, taking, I, th- I thought you were about to say it's not enough, and I was going to say, whoa. I, I have – I'm buying into the Dallas Cowboys a little bit. No, a lot, a lot of bit. Defensively, dude, they're, they're legit. I actually have them on my fantasy team. They're, it's basically like saying you're buying into Mercedes at this point. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they're, at this they, point. They what I'm cars. saying is, is they're carrying the team, and it's yes. hard. And, and um, Cooper Rush is really not doing anything, but he's managing the game with a good defense. He's also not doing anything bad. He's not getting you beat. Right. Um. Philadelphia, you know how the NFL is, man. It's impossible to freaking win every week. I think this is set up for Philly to lose a game. And if, if they do win, I just I see it being a close game. I think Philly is going to struggle to move the ball a little bit. I think uh, 
Dallas does enough to keep it tight. I got Dallas plus six at Philly. Yeah, up. I like that pick too. I, I didn't go with it, but it was one of the ones that I looked at. Whoa, like. whoa, whoa, whoa. We have a problem. My man Matt is telling me that the Bonton Cafe is closed. That's what he says. That's a problem. That's the single-handedly like the greatest restaurant I ever ate at in my life. It was awesome. Let's have a moment of silence. Okay, good. All right, uh, go ahead. All right, um, I'm going to stay in the state of Ohio here. Went with the Bengals. Don't want anybody in Ohio to feel like I'm, you know, showing playing favorites. The Browns aren't 5-0, and but they could be. Played really well. They have. Uh, the Patriots still a little beat up, doing some good things. But I think they're going to run into a little bit too much this weekend in Cleveland. Give me the Browns. All I got to do is lay two and a half at home against New England. I like that pick. Um they're, it frustrates you with the Browns is because it's like they play to their competition a little bit sometimes. You a know little what bit, I mean? But they're bit. but they're good and they've, they've lost leads given late. Some games yeah. away late, yeah, exactly. But I, I'm with it. All right, I feel really good about this one. Probably my favorite NFL game of the year, which means it will probably you can probably fade me, fade me all you want to in the NFL. I can't hate you, but I feel good about this one. Buffalo Bills are going I into can't Kansas City. We're going to agree on two games. All right. Buffalo has literally been waiting for this game. Mm-hmm. This was this ended the season last year. They've been out proving points this year. They they're making points. Like we're better than you, Kansas City. Like dude, they're they they don't have their dudes anymore. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is still really good. Travis Kelsey's still really good, but they're missing the big explosive plays, which is what it needed to beat Buffalo last year. Mm-hmm. Buffalo's coming in pissed off. They're better than they were last year. Buffalo's a two-and-a-half-point favorite at Kansas City. Is that what you got? That's what I got. Buffalo all over the Chiefs on Sunday. I got Buffalo minus two-and-a-half. It's a great pick. It's so great that I'm doing the same thing. I've got Buffalo minus two-and-a-half against the Chiefs. We do not go over these picks ahead of time. We do this intentionally. Buffalo minus two-and-a-half, and here's my reasoning. Buffalo knows this is all about setting up for the playoffs. They got to be home field. They want this game, if it's the AFC Divisional game, if it's the AFC Championship game, they want this game at Orchard Park. They don't want this game at Arrowhead Stadium. They don't want any part of that. That's been a house of horrors for them. They remember the coin toss last yep. year. They're, I like Buffalo big I do Sunday. Too. Hey, do you know what? I think you and I, I'll have to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure when we agree on picks, I think pretty, I think we've hit 100%. I think we're 100%. I do too. Which is, now it's just because I said that. Someone says, what's the over-under on that one? I got it right got it. here. Yep. Uh, the over-under on uh, Buffalo and Kansas City is 54. 54. The, Buffalo, the uh, over-under on Dallas and Philly, by the way, is just 42. Yeah, there was a couple of uh, actually toyed with the idea of of an over under Tampa Bay Pittsburgh. I thought about going under. What is that at? Forty four is where it was yesterday. Let's see where it is today. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, forty four and a half. And then the other game that I kind of liked in the NFL. I didn't do it because I just can't bet on this guy. Even though I kind of catch myself cheering for him, I 
kind of love the Giants plus six at home against Baltimore. Six points? I do, too. The only thing that scares me there, I mean, I, I don't know. I like picking against the Ravens. I almost did it. But, dude, I just can they if, – if Lamar Jackson get going on offense, can the Giants keep up? Like, the Giants have to grind away um, on teams. I'll tell you where I think people are – these big – uh, Packers spreads, I think, are getting t- too ridiculous. I almost picked that one because the pack, but they're playing the freaking Jets. So I'm not ever going to pick the Jets to cover. But these big Packer spreads, yeah, because a they lot of that is not as good as everybody thinks they are on offense. They're kind of managing the game a little bit. They're a public favorite because of Aaron Rodgers, because yeah. of the Packers. People put a lot of money on them, but offensively, he just doesn't have the weapon. There is no Devonte Adams. Speaking of Devonte Adams, there is no Devonte no. Adams in that Green Bay offense. And when you watch them play, frankly. They're beginning to look kind of anemic. And when you watch Rodgers play, his body language is that of a guy who – He's frustrated. Y'all made me – I came back for this? Yeah. If they can't run the ball effectively, they struggle. Yeah. Because that's what they are. All right, you ready to get into the fun stuff? You getting more NFL? Uh, no, that's, that's my NFL for the week. I'm good. All right. All right, Grind. It is time. For, this is my – I'm ready to go for this one. I'm going 6-0 and by God. Well, if you do, I'm not because we have some disagreements coming. All right. Let's start. Grind points out that the Jets covered just last week. Yeah, I know. I know they did. I just – I can't personally – I just can't I understand. bring myself to I understand. Um, Everybody has religious beliefs. Yeah, it's kind of – you know, it is what it is. All right, I'm going to start. I had a tough time. I'll, I'll go backwards here. I had a <laughs> tough time picking. This was the last pick I had. I had another pick I liked. I'm going to start in Champaign, Illinois. Okay. On Saturday. All right. They are hosting the Minnesota Golden Gophers. They are. Minnesota's got their running back back. But Illinois hasn't given up like 13 points in the last four games. They are playing good on defense. Mm. It's at home. And they are six-and-a-half-point dogs in a game that the team total is only – I mean, that the over-unders at 39. Okay. I'm going Illinois at home plus six-and-a-half against the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Minnesota had, I mean, Minnesota played a little a down schedule a little bit, and then when they play Purdue, they got freaking their ass handed to them. So I'm, I'm going. At, Illinois is going to be juiced up, big game. I'm going. I'm going Illinois plus six and a half against the Golden Gophers. Okay, the over under on this game, by the way, just thirty nine right? and a half. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? If I get six yeah. and a half points and a, and a total that's thirty nine, I kind of like I like my shots there. I love this game as well. Oh, is this one of them? I love this game is as this well. One this of is them? one of the games. In fact, this was one of the first games that I wrote down this week. <laughs> Illinois is at home, having a great season, had a couple of big wins. They scored nine whole points against Iowa. Gave up six, which is like giving up 50 to <laughs> a lot of teams. I like the Golden Gophers. Give me the Gophers in Champaign. I'll lay the six and a half. Really? Minnesota. Do you know that, that our Illinois Row the boat. Row the boat. He loves rowing the boat. I don't I don't know, man. I think this is gonna be a good one. Bob was the one that reminded me, he's like, Hey, look now, the running back's back from Minnesota. He was trying to give me the heads up. But they're good on defense at Illinois. Bob's a big ten guy. Bob's a big ten guy. Who you, who you like in this game? Like Illinois getting points. All right, so we, we 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 see where the favorites are, are playing here. So Bob knows this. Bob knows that if Minnesota wins this one, yeah. I'm blaming this shit on Bob. <laughs> it's not my fault. All right, uh, my turn next. Yep. All right, 
Tallahassee, Florida. Oh, I thought about this game. The Florida State Seminoles are hosting the Clemson Tigers. Yep. A lot of people don't know this. Clemson has the longest winning streak in college football at 12. They've won their last 12 games. Mm-hmm. Everybody threw them away. Well, Clemson's done. It's over. The dynasty's done. You're done. They've won 12 in a row, cuz. They have the longest winning streak versus FBS opponents. They do, but that Wake Forest game still lingers. But guess what? Doesn't matter. They still won. That's true. It's a scoreboard business. They did. Somebody told me that one time. This guy from Ruston told me that. Burt Jones? Nope. J.R. Richard? Nope. It was that McCready boy. Oh, the other famous Ruston person. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was that McCready boy. Clemson is three and a half point favorites at Florida State, and it's not even in the in the semi vicinity of enough. This is a blowout. Uh, Dabo's got some like Dabo doesn't have like bad feelings toward a lot of places. This is one of them that he doesn't like. This is a big game. He's still pissed about taking his whole team down there and them canceling the night before the game on COVID. Don't blame him. And costing the university about three hundred fifty grand. He's pissed. He's taking three hundred fifty grand out on that ass. I'm taking Clemson minus three and a half all day long. It's a good pick. I like it. It's a good pick. Just for fun, I'll stay in the same uh, conference. Okay. Got Miami heading to Virginia Tech, heading to Blacksburg. Oh, they're going to play the song. Low key, it's the baddest. This best. It's awesome. Ever. It's great. It's great. The problem with the intro is that they don't start the game until after the intro's over. And Virginia Tech here lately is like taking the words to enter Sandman way too literally. (laughs) And they're going to bed. Wow. I'm taking Miami and all of its issues and laying seven points in Blacksburg against Virginia Tech. They may not score, by the way. Virginia Tech may not score. That's a great pick. Thank you. Um, All kidding aside, the coolest thing in college football that I've ever experienced. It's way up there. Yeah. It's way up there. It's awesome. Uh, super chat from Kyle Wilson. Oh, we he got says, you one, Bob. Just tuned in. Uh, Bob, got a question for Bob. Let's All see. Right. Might have to move Here. the mic over to Bob. Says, uh, carpool line sucks. Are there only certain rain flavors available in certain areas? Sorry if you've already answered this. We've not already answered this. So he wants to know about rain flavors. Bob, where can he... They're available everywhere. Um, we don't have certain flavors in certain geographies. So they're distributed by Coca-Cola. So most uh, convenience retail stores, it's off the Coke Red Truck, uh, along with grocery stores. You can always buy on Amazon. Um, all flavors are there. But we don't have uh, certain areas that don't carry all the uh, rain flavors. There you, go. there you go. Hope that was helpful, Kyle. There you go. When we finish, I got, I got, we got, we got to get a Bob to do some, deliver some good news. On the on the on the six percent we were talking about last night. Okay. All right. Uh, so is this game number three for me? Yep, game three. Oh, because I'm picking one as my money line and one as my not. All right, here we go. I'll, I'll screw it. I'll do it. I'll take the points on this one. I hope we don't have the same money line. I was trying to. Who you got money line? I've got three different money lines, so I'll okay, I, I won't right. take the same one. All right. I went pretty conservative on money lines. Okay. The NC State Wolfpack is going to Syracuse. Yep. Undefeated Syracuse. Yep. Um, NC State will probably be without uh, their starting quarterback. Almost certainly without. Yeah. Him. Yep. Yep. Um, but what do we? Who do we care? I mean, the starting quarterback was like ten of forty-six last week. So 
look, NC State's good on defense. I like – like Syracuse is, is a cool story. It's a cool story. But they're facing reality on, on – Oh. Yeah, on Saturday night. They're, they're, it's reality's coming in. Okay. All right. NC State is three-and-a-half-point dogs, so I'm going to take NC State plus three-and-a-half. If Syracuse wins, it's not by more than a field goal. I love this game. It was on my money line part. Like, I actually like NC State to win this game outright. I think defensively they're going to strangle uh, Syracuse. Syracuse is going to really struggle to move the football. And NC State's going to put them to sleep. I don't know what the over-under is on this one. I can um, find it. But I imagine it's pretty low. I like NC State plus three-and-a-half um, in this game. You know, it's funny. The over-under is 42, by the way. Yeah, it's got to be low. Something We must be spending so much time together here lately that we're attracted to the same games. Oh, scary. But we're attracted to, we're attracted to different sides of this game. NC Ooh. State is not a good road team. Not a good road team under Dave Doran. Really good home team. Not a good road team. Okay, They've lost a bunch of these games. And I realize he's their quarterback and he ain't that good, but he's playing quarterback for a reason. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And the odds are point. the odds are he's been the one starting because he's better than the guy behind him. And I've been to this been to this building when it's jacked up. Yep. And it gets loud and it gets weird. Was that so, the eighty eight Auburn game? It was uh <laughs> two thousand one. Yeah. Auburn. Auburn. It was yeah. actually third game of the year. It was third game of the year. It was nine days, if I remember right, after 9-11. Yeah, it was the next yeah. game. It was crazy. Uh, Pataki was there, the governor at the time, and yeah. all the Secret Service was in there. It was weird. The yeah. place was weird. We need to talk about that one day on the podcast because I was coaching like all the different stuff that happened around that. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah, We should have done that a month ago. Yeah. I didn't think. <laughs> yeah. um, give me Syracuse. Not crazy about this pick, but I like it enough. Syracuse minus three and a half I like at home it. against NC State. As long as it's not the NFL, if it's college, I like it. I I, I don't know what it is, all kidding aside. I, I think I'm not a believe. I've watched Syracuse a couple times. I'm just not buying them. They should have. I mean, I don't, you know. Grind says he's with me. NC State's just. Well, no, Grind, Grind, Grind. I, like, you just, just pop back up. On the road. Like, you're, you're on team Neil now. So, yeah. I mean. He's my guy. But we're, I understand that. But Grind's supposed to be my, we're fellow Mobilian. You know, we got the Mobile thing. I, I'm a Mobile guy. We got the Auburn I, I thing. My, all three of my kids were born in Mobile. Mine too. What, so we're you, even. You, What's next? You own the Port City now. Yes. yes. What are you? Absolutely. That's my. You Hank Aaron? No, not not Chris Samuels or Hank Aaron. But okay. all right. I like Mobile as my spot. It's my adulthood hometown. Is what I like to call it. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, my next game. Yep. The Alabama Crimson Tide. Oh. I'm going to do it. Dun, 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 dun. Going dun, in dun, dun. to Tennessee. Game of the dun, week dun, 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 in college football. Dun, 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 dun. Alabama is minus seven. It is actually moving the other direction. Okay. Everybody, like 80-something percent of the money's on Tennessee, if I saw that right. Yep. Alabama is minus seven mm-hmm. in Knoxville. There's this question. It's like going to a Mercedes dealership and they offer you one for 18000 You just go, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. You're never going to get Alabama this cheap again unless they play Georgia. Everybody's, is Bryce Young playing? Is he not playing? It doesn't matter. Alabama is going to roll in Knoxville. They're going to make a freaking point. Alabama minus seven in Knoxville. It's going to be rocking. But guess what? Alabama plays in these games every week. That's true. Every week. It's true. The anxiety level of Hendon Hooker when he sees 31 breathing down in his throat, not going to be so accurate. 
when grown men's are coming after. I that get ass. nervous when I see him on TV. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I like Alabama minus seven at Tennessee. Uh, Bryce Young will play. Um, can I tell a quick story on this deal? Sure. So this I mean, is a big it's your show too. Yeah, big uh, cigar game, right? So this is a tradition. Alabama, Tennessee. The winner smokes cigars and all that stuff. It's actually pretty fun when you figure out. I don't want to know where all the cigars came from. Kids pulling boxes out of their bags. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, I'm like, hey, what the hell did you get to ask the damn box of Cubans? Uh, but anyway, I didn't ask questions. They just showed up. So we're in Knoxville, all right? And uh, and we beat them. Uh, it was actually Lane's Lane's first trip back to Knoxville, which that was an experience in itself. He was, getting, he was getting trolled hard, uh, but he was loving it. Um, so we blow them out. Um, pretty good national TV night game. And we go in there and it's, uh, we're smoking cigars and taking pictures and all that stuff. And I kind of got showered, got dressed and kind of walked out. And it's not a very long walk to the buses, uh, and, in uh, Neyland stadium. So it's outside. Once you leave the locker room, I mean, so smoke, I mean, you got 200 people smoking cigars. I mean, smoke is billowing hot box in the freaking locker room. Man. Yeah. Smoke's billowing out. So I'm walking to the deal, and the Knoxville police and the UT police are around the corner. And I'm kind of walking by myself. I'm probably, you know, there's probably somebody 20, 30 feet behind me. And they're like, hey, put that out. I'm like, really? I mean, there's 250 people smoking cigars, and you're going to tell me to put it out. So I kind of ignore them. And I'm walking, and the dude's about to arrest me for smoking a cigar. Like, you know, in inside team control area. It's not like I'm. I mean, it's not like I'm some random fan. Right, right. It's obvious that it's you're with obvious. The, you're with the Alabama staff. Yeah. So, right. and I'm I may have been walking with somebody, or, but I grab my chicken box. I'm going. I, mean, I got my chicken box. I'm walking. And I don't know who they were talking to, so I just kind of keep walking. Homie comes and grabs the cigar out of my mouth. Oh my gosh! Out of my mouth. Wow! Your Devonte Adams moment right here. What happened? Get my ass walking to the bus. <laughs> All right, but I did. Here's what I did do. Here's what I did do. Yeah. I got now I'm pit, low key pissed off because I get on the bus and now I'm looking. I'm sitting like seat two, you know. So I get on the bus and I look and hell, there's they they start saying something to people and they keep walking. I did get my happy ass back off the bus, went back in the locker room, got me another cigar, lit that bitch up and walked right on by him again. And he didn't say nothing the second time. But I'm like, that's that's childish, to, you know. But when you do lose to somebody. Mm-hmm like 17 years in a row or whatever the hell it is, you probably get a little pissed off. But Oh, it's going to be a, a wild environment because I th- here's what's interesting about this game is for the first time in a long time, I think their fans have convinced themselves that this is the game they win. I mean, I, you know what I mean? Because there have been a lot of times, Tyler, the, the last few years it was like, oh, third Saturday in October and blah, blah, blah. But deep down, they're like, yeah, but we're 27-point dogs. We're not winning. And so they, you, they go, and there's a different emotional investment when you go to a game. It's like probably what it's like to be a Vanderbilt fan, right? When you, 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 someone comes to town, and you're like, well, maybe, but probably not. And then you don't win, and you're like, ah, so what? Let's go get a drink. Yeah. It's different when you're, oh, they, like, they're this, believing right when you're like, this is the one we get. This is the day we get it. And for them... This is the day that we announce to the world that we're back. We are back. We're going to jump up on Sunday morning, ranked fourth in the country. Playoff conversation. We're back. Oh, if they win this one, they'll be. It'll be hard to deal with them. 
But that's what they think, and, that, really and that's why if Saturday's bad for them, if Saturday doesn't go the right way, if Alabama wins and covers, the letdown in that state, oh. oh, you can almost feel it. It will be bad. You know what else I remember that game is kind of funny? That I don't know. It would be a good, good uh, thing to ask Lane if he remembers this. Um, the first play of the game. Well, they actually got the ball first. They punted us. The first – I remember this. I'll never forget this as long as I live. The very first play of the game – like, Lane's really good at getting his playmakers the ball. That's his thing, right? Yeah, sure. So, our guy was Amari Cooper. So, the our first play of that game in the script was a naked boot uh, back to our boundary um, and hitting Coop on a slide underneath. He, so, Amari was on the slot underneath, and he was going to go underneath the um, line and throw it in the flats. We break the huddle on the first play of the game. This is in play 60, play one, like we've we've practiced this play before. We go out with 10 players from the sideline and get in formation. And Chris Black, I remember being Chris Black, and then we're yelling like, we only got 10. We're missing a receiver. We're missing a receiver, and it was Chris Black. So Chris Black, Tennessee sees the formation as 10 players, but in their mind they think it's 11. Chris Black comes flying onto the field. The receipt, the, this is before all the substitution stuff. Right, right, right. So the official didn't go up there and do the old stop thing. Chris Black goes and lines up, like runs from behind the deal, our sideline late. And you can see it on YouTube if you go look the game up. It's like 2014, Alabama, Tennessee. When he goes and lines up, it messes Tennessee up and they start kicking their coverage. And when they did, they butt, like they were lined up ready to play and they thought we had some kind of late adjustment, which we really didn't. Right. They bumped their whole coverage back to Amari's side. We went naked away from him, and there was nobody left to cover Amari in the flats, and he turned the thing up, went 70-something yards for a touchdown. Like, the reason we scored on the first play of the game was because Chris Black forgot that he was supposed to start the game at receiver. It's all just part of the process. Part of the process, part of the plan. <laughs> like, we lined up in formation with 10 players. He comes literally, like, with 10 seconds on the play clock, comes sprinting out. Tennessee kicks their coverage all the way over and starts freaking out because they don't know where to line up. Amari's uncovered for a touchdown. Appreciate you there, Chris Black from Jacksonville, Florida. All right, so what you got? Fourth pick. All right. Did you pick after that? That was my fourth pick. That was your fourth pick. Yep. Oh, oh, you're right. It's my pick. I'm going obscure the rest of the way. All right. I'm going to Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Woo. Going to Murfreesboro. It's exciting. So much to do. Just there. south of Nashville. It's south enough. <laughs> It's already sleepy. It's going to get even sleepier. Ooh. Western Kentucky's coming to Murfreesboro, and they're going to blow out the Blue Raiders. I'm laying seven and a half. That's it. On my Hilltoppers, taking a W back to the house. Okay. Big big red in the Hilltoppers, minus seven and a half. Don't hate it. Don't hate it at all. All right, there's a game in Oxford, Mississippi. Really? Yep, on Saturday morning about 11 o'clock, I think. Probably kick that bitch off by 11.07 if I had to guess. You know, that ESPN game starts pretty well, they much don't, right. They don't, they don't play. play. They don't play. They kind of get going. Is it on ESPN? It's on the, the, on the, the, big, big, the big show, the so flagship. It'll, actually, it'll start about 11. They've been going a little longer. They've been the, the original channel. ESPN2 yeah. has been going on time. All right. Ole Miss is now favored by 15. Is it up to 15? It's up to 15. Okay. Um, I don't – I think that's close. Let me tell you what's not, not close. The over-under is at 55 and a half. 
I'm going under. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss under 55 and a half. At no game this year that Auburn has played, have they even would they have even gotten to 55 and a half? Um, Auburn's going to have a tough time scoring points. I think Ole Miss will have a tougher time than the fans want scoring points. I think this is the best defense that Ole Miss has played this year. Yep. Agreed. Now, the problem is this, is Auburn's going to go three and out. And so after about 30 minutes, they're going to get tired. Yeah. So if Ole Miss, if you have a good half, make it the second half. <laughs> um, Auburn just falls apart. Defense gets tired in the second half because they're giving up too many snaps. But I'm thinking this game's 24-14, 27-13. I'm not surprised. Auburn maxes out 14-17. Ole Miss is in the 20s, low 30s. It, whatever it is, it's under 55 and a half. That's a good pick. I like it. Grind's probably going to say Auburn's going to lose 75 to nothing, so it'll go over. That's what Grind's he's, – he's, he's ready for a change. My last pick uh, – No, it's your fifth pick, and then you got my line. Well, my last game pick, I, oh, okay. I should say. Don't have any big story behind this. It's kind of like this team. My guy, Coach Conway, former Tulane assistant coach. Yeah. Buddy of mine. You know, you know Joe. Yep, I do. Not there anymore, but he's left his imprint. Okay. Tulane had a bad season last year. Everything kind of went against them, starting at the very beginning. This year, everything's kind of going their way. Yeah. It's going to keep going their way on Saturday. They're going to Tampa. They're going to run away from USF. Tulane minus 12. And I'm laying them all. Uh, South Florida's they hadn't. What's he won like one FBS game or something crazy in the last three years or something, something crazy like that. They just there's just not much there. For whatever reason, they can't get it going at all. Yeah, Willie Fritz is a good ball coach, and Willie Fritz has done a really really good job. All right, my money line pick. It's money line time. Um, had a couple. This is where I'm going with it. Okay, our Oklahoma State Cowboys. Or underdogs mm-hmm. in Fort Worth against TCU. Um, I think TCU's been a great story. I think they got a great staff. But the great Cinderella story stops now. Oklahoma State has been waiting on this one. Uh, they actually do play. Actually, Oklahoma State plays better on the road. I'm taking Oklahoma State plus 158 money line against the TCU Horn Frogs. All right. It's a good pick. Is that it was my them? first pick, too. Well, that's what I was asking. I was, well, I was <laughs> going to take NC State money line if you were going to take that No, one. it's okay. I, I got another one that's exactly the same. See exactly what it is as of this moment. Bear with us. So I got two. Oh, I could play. But the value is here. The value is here. Another game, primetime game. Earlier in the season, I wanted to be anti- Southern Cal went against them. <laughs> went against them a couple of times, oh. and two things have happened. One, they've beaten me a couple of times, and I'm like, okay, fellas, point taken. And two, everybody at Oklahoma is being a bitch about this. I mean, you're just being a bitch. Lincoln Riley left. He took your quarterback. He's gone out to L.A., and everything looks good, and it sounds good, and they got the song girls with the white sweaters. And Traveler's out there, and they're doing the song over the horse, the big white horse. You know the horse's name. Have you ever been to a USC game? No, but Bob's a big USC guy, so he's looking at me like I got 
sticks coming out of my ears. You go, you go to a USC game, and the horse comes out, and the song girls, and they play that song, and I can't do it right this moment, but I wish I could, because if I could, yeah, I'm going to find it right now. I'm, I'm going to find it right now. <laughs> Hold on. How's the song go, Bob? Do you know the fight song words? I know it's fight on. Dun dun da dun da dun dun da dun da dun da dun over and over dun dun and you, I, literally I I covered Auburn SC out there left went straight to LAX was on my plane falling asleep going dun dun da dun da dun yeah it was awesome you seem excited that or Rocky Top which one stays Courtney is deep in a practice oh they got to play becoming software and some like Courtney and doing something. <laughs> Give me SC plus 150 at Utah. And I know Utah's good at home. I get it. But I'm kind of like you on this. If SC is for real, yeah, if SC is going to be in the playoff, it's now or never. It's time. And for some reason, I kind of think Lincoln Riley's now. Oh, I think Caleb Williams is now. I think he's a dude. Um <laughs> Hopefully this is not a copyright. (laughs) Here comes the good part. We're doing this. Over and over. <laughs> there you you go. lost your freaking mind. <laughs> there you go. I, I had that down. I don't know, man. Um, I mean, I'm with you, though. If they're going to do it, it's time, right? Yeah, it's time. If you're going to get it done, get it done now. And I think they're going to. I, I, Caleb Williams, I think, hey, people are – People are not talking about him in the Heisman race as much as they're talking about some other people. I have a feeling that's going to change here soon. You hey, mess, hey, you, you know what? And this SC UCLA game is about you, to get real. You, you said they they said you pissed them off. They said well, they can't hear. Can y'all hear us now? Did you do so? Did the, did the music? Kick I don't know. Off? Can oh, they not hear us now? Now I said we're back now. Okay. <laughs> USC, see so that's a, that's a sign. They're trying. It's to a sign. You. Yeah. Don't don't mess with don't mess with YouTube. This episode brought to you by the Biden administration. Please mask up. (laughs) Please mask up. Socially distance, mask up. You're killing me. Now I'm back. They love me now. Oh, they love you now. All right, before we get Get your boosters today. Hey, before we get out of here, Bob, can we talk about Unleash the Beast? We can. So guess what my man Bob told me last night? Hmm. What, about a month, did you say? Yeah, so rain, monster, same deal, right? So we're coming out. My man is coming out with an Unleash the Beast. The Beast. The Beast beast Unleashed. unleashed. In a month, 19 ounces of alcohol with 6% alcohol in it. Get you some of that. 19 ounces with 6%. So that's what, like three beers? Normal 12-ounce cans? Get you two of them bad boys on the show. <laughs> hey. Never know where things are going to yeah, go. Yeah, never right? know what's right? going to happen on the show tonight. But we got what kind of, I saw the flavors. What were they again? Do you remember off the top of your head? 
Yeah, so you got the like the the green, the, green, the, the ultra, and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh. How about that? A little little six six percent alcohol beverage. Yeah. And then uh, we got the rainstorm coming out in March. Is that correct? Twelve. And so a lot of people have been asking about a uh, smaller can. So it's the twelve ounce version. More fruit flavors, kind of like what was the uh, orange you was talking about yesterday? What was it called? Valencia orange. Oh yeah. So, I'm an orange guy. I like orange. Yeah, you're an orange guy. And then uh, the twisted tea. How much? 12 ounces, 200 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah. Get your mind right. Absolutely. I like it. And then uh, we got Twisted Tea. Can we say anything about that? Work in progress. So it's going to be getting. You just did it. Yeah. There you go, guys. (laughs) Can we talk about that? You like that? (laughs) Bob knows it's me. He's good. Um, Bob, who's your favorite pick of the week? Who are you? Who? What team are you on? You're on team Tyler, or are you on team Neil this week? Who? Whose picks you like better? The only pick that I told you to stay away from. Okay. Oh. Okay. So I went. Yeah, you don't like my North Carolina State pick. I like your. I like like the Ole Miss Okay. Yeah, I like the Ole Miss under too. I just on on this show I have vowed not to do SEC games because I do. A show earlier in the day where we do all the SEC games, so I stay away from that to avoid repetition, and it has allowed me to dig a hole that I'm now trying to. Oh, you're out of get it. out of. You're it. in it now. Oh, the NFL has been my saving grace, but I'm starting to feel starting to feel a little traction. Doing yeah. it for Gus this week. Yeah, doing it for Gus. I'm I'm uh I'm doing mine for Gus too, so we so I'm gonna take some of your uh, That's good. And I cheer doing, and this week I'm cheering for you. How about that? All right. I'm doing mine for Gus. Hopefully we both do really, really well and, and, and early part of next week while we're celebrating our picks, my my guy Gus gets good news. Yeah. And we just start going positive, right? Yeah. So I, even this week I'm cheering for you. How about that? I'm I'm with you. Okay. And then we can have Gus can be on the show. We we'll, get Gus, the we, we'll get Gus on the show when he gets his cone off. Yeah. Celebrate. Gus needs to lose a little weight. The cone's going to help. <laughs> <laughs> cone's going to help. We, we might all be wearing cones after this. We go, you know what? That that worked. Yeah. I probably need a cone from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> you would just be yeah. throwing stuff down the cone. <laughs> like a giant funnel. <laughs> yeah. Like a human funnel. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, my mother, my mother is going to be like, do you really drink that much? No, mother. No. Thank you, Harvin. Appreciate uh, Russ with his good vibes for Gus. That's okay. good. That's good. Everybody like can. It. Everybody Think think something positive. For, my dog, for I'm my, gonna, guy. my man. So mine is Snoop. My dog is named Snoop. So Snoop also sends good vibes to. Appreciate us. that, Snoop. Dog. Appreciate that. All right, we will uh, we'll wrap it up there with another edition of McCready and Siski. Don't forget, 22 minutes from right now to be Pete's Pigskin Preview, brought to you by Walk-Ons. He's going to get you ready for uh, Auburn at Ole Miss. A little film breakdown of the Tigers that I think you will enjoy. Six o'clock. The Butcher versus the Spin Instructor, presented by LB's Meat Market, Campbell McCrady, Greg Jones make their picks for the week. And then at 7, yours truly will be back with you with the solo edition of Hand Raise Guys. Ben Mintz will join from Barstool Sports. Ryan Brown will join from the next round. And then I'll take your calls on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. And I'll get you ready for another weekend of SEC football. Again, our... Uh, 
Thanks to the people at Rain for making this show possible. Rain total body fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. Thanks to Bob for his spending some time with us today. And uh, he's trying to make sure that all the stores around here at least get that rain going for you so you can enjoy your uh, your own version of Make It Rain Thursday make or Wednesday rain. or Saturday or whatever day you like to make it rain. So for Tyler, I'm Neil. Uh, until next time, y'all have a great weekend. Talk to you on Monday. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.